Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. What's going to happen is you guys continue to put it on all our social media, and then we'll have to say it on the show, and then it'll become our tagline. Well, that, it's already, welcome it's to, already like our... Welcome to Video Game Pharmacy. We're not real pharmacists. It's already, it's already what in do you our want bio. From us? <laughs> we have nothing to offer. It's I'm a, not doing like that. all our bios. The pharmacy is now open. Opportunity to bring up something completely unrelated that we don't care about. Uh, I've been transcribing <laughs> Madoka Magica music. <laughs> what else is new? <laughs> I go to a karaoke bar and then I don't listen to karaoke and instead I transcribe Madoka Magica music using my headset. <laughs> Doesn't this exist somewhere? This in, is him writing format? down in written format from sounds that he hears from his headphones. Yeah, that's what transcribing is. But usually when people think transcribing, they're thinking about right. verbal stuff. Yeah. I mean, this is verbal stuff, just not human verbal. Hey, Dan. <laughs> what are you saying? Some of it is. Some of it is verbal. Yeah. They're singing. Hey, oh, Dan. yeah. There's vocals. Sometimes. Uh, do you on want this to, one, there's uh, not. Do you want to introduce us? Did you, what? Are you recording? Yes. Wait, you want why to, you do this? You now I'm recording. Yeah. Uh, oh. oh, yeah, intro now. We're a minute oh. in by now. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm not deleting any of that, so just oh, go excellent. for it. Uh, yeah, welcome to Video Game Pharmacy. Uh, like a minute late now. Yeah. Thanks for finally uh, introducing yeah, us. Gosh. Yeah, this is where you get your weekly dose of uh, video game news and knowledge and trivia. And apparently and, uh, music. Yeah, from and, and apparently ma- anime music. Ma- anime ma- music. Yeah. So topical. Ma- 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 yeah, I have like a ma- giant ma- personal project that I have been uh, slowly chipping away at for a few weeks now uh, that we can talk about another time, probably. Okay. Something but, more uh, video game related it's, right now. It's cool. I like it. I enjoy it. Good job, I'm man. a nerd. Uh, hey, Zach, we, hello. We, Welcome. Hey, what's up, guys? Scott. Hey, we appreciate you, Dan. Thank you. You're welcome. And Britton is also here. Nice to see y'all. Yeah, so now that we're done with probably our most professional opening ever. (laughs) uh, We're workshopping some things. Yeah, we have a a few things that we wanted to talk about today. I know I saw on the list something I would have added if I had uh, remembered to add anything this week. Uh, Terraria... The Terraria sequel, Terraria Otherworld, got canceled. Yeah, I was hoping you could talk a little bit about that. I can, yeah. Yeah. so Terraria Otherworld has been in kind of that uh, limbo. development limbo for a long time. Yeah. They started on it a few years ago and gave a few early teasers of what they were thinking about including. Um, and then it just sat. And then they gave it later on to the team that has ported Terraria to a bunch of other consoles, uh, which looked like good news. And then it just sat for even longer and then finally they said, all right, this isn't this isn't working. We're going to cancel this. We apologize for letting that information out too early. And uh, 
Really now we got to get It doesn't that. seem like they were ever really gunning to get this thing done and get it out. Well, it seemed see, like a back burner project, it, right? Yeah, and it was kind of a back burner project. But it's like, you know how early access games, you can buy an early access game and if you expect it to be a finished game, like that, that's on you, right? It's yeah. like, we don't it's know like what that means, but this it's is, like putting money towards a Kickstarter game. Right. And in this case, it was kind of along the lines of that. It's just in terms of development. I think that they talked about it a long time before people normally talk about their game development. So, But no one kickstarted it. No one kickstarted it. They yeah, just said, so. this is a thing we're going to do. That's And that's why it's like, it's not that big a deal that in that respect. <laughs> Sorry that's about right. that. I, try. I'm, really, I'm really thirsty. Yeah. Um. But what's probably going to happen, they've been continuously updating Terraria the whole way. Uh, it's been in 1.3 point something for a long time now. Uh, but there have been recent news about another Terraria update coming that also lays some more groundwork for secret Terraria updates. I did air quotes there for those who aren't watching. Uh, no one's watching. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Nobody listens. Well, there's to the four. Wait, us, I thought you said we no, were going to record no video. this with video last no, week. No, I was telling Brenton beforehand that is too much work. You're lazy. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, you're lazy with your work and school. You and do nothing for this like show, Zach. I know I'm a scrub. Okay, sorry. look, you know how you said you don't want to be a part of the show. Yeah, we still don't want you to be a part. Okay, of it. I'm I'll totally leave. joking. No, I love Bye. you. I'm joking. I love you. <laughs> He's our you. research man. We he is. need it. Yeah, no, he is. Because none of us are good. none of the yeah. other. We want you to talk. <laughs> yeah. So, in any case, I I would imagine that a lot of the features that they were planning and working on for Terraria are or for Terraria Otherworld are going to work their way into Terraria. So I have a question. Gotcha. How much can you add to Terraria? <laughs> I thought you were going to say how much does Terraria cost? Um, like re- rephrase mean, the question because I'm not sure what you mean. Because it's, I mean, think about like this, like the style of the game and what the game is based on. Mm. Like the 2D um, side scroller kind of buildy kind of adventure, you know, so the, dungeon kind of. The thing. answer is apparently quite a lot. On the basis of the number of different mods that I've seen, that are all like real good mods. So there's, I want to say, four or five like full blown, uh, like giant content mods. One of which also reworks almost all of the subsystems into slightly different forms of what they already do to add little things here and there. Um, I don't know how well balanced they are. I don't know if they add anything to the game really. Uh, But the fact that there's that many mods that people talk about and say, yeah, this one's worth playing suggests to me that uh, there's a lot that they can do. Um, In terms of other things though that they could add to the Terraria experience. I know one of the things they were talking about for Otherworld was uh, infinitely large procedurally generated worlds, which honestly, there wasn't any reason they couldn't have done that before. They just decided to not design the game around doing that. So um, there's a, there's, there's a large variety of things I think that they could do to shake up the Terraria experience. And it just comes down to what they decide they want to do. So over the last thirty days, there's an average of seventeen thousand people playing Terraria. Yeah, it's so it's still it's still a lot like um, Grand Theft Auto Five in that it just kind of has a very constant level of playership. Now mm-hmm. GTA Five has a lot more, from what I understand, but yeah. Terraria is a solid title that continues to hold interest for it, a lot of people. You know, it's crazy. It not we can go back to uh, Terraria, but Grand Theft Auto just released another update and more mm-hmm. stuff. 
for GTA. It's only a couple years old. They'll they'll support it for quite some time. What five? Four years old? Four or five years old? No way. Five? Yeah, maybe five years. Wow, time flies. Five years, but it's in that neighborhood. You know, just with it getting, you know, all the the awards are becoming like the most popular media. You know, and then five years on, Red Dead about to come out. Well, I mean, Terraria is even older than that. Really? Yeah, Terraria's going on eight or nine years, something like that. Uh, I played that in college. No wonder it looks so crusty. It came out like Just kidding. Dan, right? I don't want to say it came style. out around the same time as Minecraft, but when Minecraft finally released, like it, it full was, version, it was no, a, the the alpha for Minecraft and Terraria were a year or two apart at most. Okay, so then I guess yeah, Minecraft is old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Terraria came out uh, 2014. It came out what? on different. 2014. I mean, I was playing it in 2010, so or 2011. You might be looking at a specific platform. Yeah, you're probably because like it it came to other consoles uh, later on. Hey, where are you on that research, man? <laughs> we I know, need we I'm need lacking, factual data here. <laughs> no, it's yeah. okay. But yeah, that that's kind of the uh, that's kind of the deal with Terraria. Other right. um, that's is that sad for you, or not really? Um, not a big deal. Yes. You have Terraria. It looked like, I do have Terraria. It looked like anymore. Terraria Otherworld was going to try to make some changes to the formula that were okay. like on a structural level. Different. Not even so visual So Terraria itself doesn't have leveling, for instance. And oh. I think that was something they were looking at doing in Otherworld. It doesn't have infinitely uh, growing worlds in a procedural way, which I think Terraria Otherworld had the intention to do. And then I think there were some other subsystems they probably had an idea of shifting around so that it wouldn't just be terraria again because if it's just terraria again why wouldn't they just update terraria right all right so the correct date so okay what's up microsoft or it came out on microsoft windows may 2011 okay yeah that sounds about right which mm. would have been a year or two after minecraft, minecraft alpha mm-hmm. yeah yep so cool cool that's terraria question for you Britton. what's up man Who's Billy Mitchell? You don't know who Billy Mitchell is? I know who, I know who Billy Mitchell is, but explain who Billy he Mitchell is. He randomly pops up in the news every couple years for one reason or another. But ex- explain, I feel like for people who don't know, because mm-hmm. like you kind of really have to be into video games to know who Billy Mitchell is. Yeah, like, or, or have seen a particular film. Yes, uh, that probably no one has seen. Um, well, but ex- share the deets on that. Explain who Billy Mitchell is. He's a guy that since... Maybe the 70s, at least the 80s, has been setting and breaking high score records in the arcade scene. And oh. he, he's notable for, um, well, mo- mostly for Donkey Kong scores. Mm-hmm. He also has uh, records in Pac-Man, a few other retro arcade games, uh, Burger Time, Centipede. And uh, he's in the news again this time because his um, scores, basically all his scores and his credibility for submitting scores have been called into question. He's uh, there, There's a, a database called Twin Galaxies. We actually mentioned it briefly on our, our History of Esports mm-hmm. episodes we did yeah, a while back. I remember. Um, Twin Galaxies is a record-keeping uh, organization, and it tracks and posts the high scores for a huge variety of games, mm-hmm. and it goes all the way back to the 80s. So um, his scores for Donkey Kong were... Uh, basically discredited completely they were pulled from the organization and he's no longer able to submit scores going forward for any of these games and why is that because uh basically back then in the 80s the way you would submit scores to twin galaxies was to film yourself with a vhs um getting the high score obtaining the high score and then you would mail that tape to twin galaxies okay but i mean 
I don't know. I think that's a little unfair because... Well, no, that's how it worked. And yeah. that was the widely accepted way to do it. <clears throat> but it. Uh, people have scrutinized these tapes, looked over these tapes that are his record-setting tapes from back then, mm-hmm. and determined that they were generated via emulation instead of original arcade hardware. Hmm. Which is therein lies the problem. All of these scores, in order to be official scores, have to be with on this the original organization. Have to be on original arcade hardware. So it's been determined both by like crowdsourcing, just people on the internet pouring over these tapes, looking at them, and then experts looking at these tapes. It's been determined that they were uh, set on arcade hardware or on uh, sorry on Mame hardware, which is emulation hardware, instead of on the original arcade machines. Hmm. Hmm. And because of that, he's been stripped of all of these um, records, and he will no longer be able to uh, apply and uh, set records with Twin Galaxies anymore. Well, that's quite unfortunate. So there is a movie that came out about <laughs> 10 to 15 years ago called The King of Kong, A Fistful of Quarters. Got it. And I thought you were talking about... <laughs> you were Actually, thinking of a different I heard movie, of it, apparently. I I, it's a I great movie. thinking of Pixel oh, with Adam gosh. Sandler. You're so far off. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty... Scott, Scott, us, go home. Scott, go home. You're drunk. Go it's home. been a long day. Okay, I had to work today. I don't want to talk about it. So it sounds the, like a big excuse. Shut up. <laughs> this uh, this movie, it's fantastic. It's really fun to watch. It it's a documentary style film, and it kind of um, chronicles this encounter between Billy Mitchell, who was the reigning Donkey Kong arcade champion at the time, based on these records, and then um, Steve Wiebe, who is a high school biology teacher or something that um, he had a uh, some kind of injury that put him out of work for a while. And the way he spent his time was he got a Donkey Kong arcade cabinet and got really, really good at Donkey Kong. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the story's fun to watch unfold. And the high score kind of goes back and forth over the course of this movie. And it culminates with them getting together and actually doing a live tournament with each other. And uh, Wait, so wouldn't that have... If that was recorded, mm-hmm. then wouldn't that be considered recorded as a high score? Yeah, but for... he, he didn't actually break some of these previous records oh. when they got together and played. But Steve Wiebe, if, if I remember right, did beat Billy Mitchell when they got together and played. Okay. And because those earlier records were now discredited, uh, it's the claim now by Twin Galaxies is that Steve Wiebe, who is kind of this underdog going up against the, the big bad Billy Mitchell from mm-hmm. the 80s, um, the claim now is that he is the first Donkey Kong player to set the million-plus point record. Wow. Which is cool. So now he has a really strong accolade in his favor. Uh, actually, since all this took place, many, many more high scores have been submitted, and they're much higher. So that, that record is no longer set by Steve Wiebe, but uh, he has the accolade of having been the first person to break a million in Donkey which Kong, is kind of like kinda new. yeah it's like i'm sure people will break records but if you're the first person people will know who you are and billy mitchell that's a big deal because a lot of people just know him by name like people know that he was the one he who kinda, set that score he, he has this inter- interesting persona too he has like really long hair and a beard yeah he's had mullet mullets at different times and yeah. he he carries himself a certain way he has this very arrogant air about him probably and he owns a barbecue sauce company he makes barbecue sauce is it called the mitchell and he he always (laughs) i don't know what it's called he always wears an american flag tie he just he has a very he's he sounds like a scummy businessman like a car salesman almost a lot of people probably call him scummy video game or a character of some sort. Yeah. From like a movie. Maybe. Like yeah. Kratos. But, but this is a real dude. This is just how he behaves in public and how he he carries himself. That was a segue. 
Okay. Yeah. Kratos? You, yeah, did you like that? <laughs> You're all done with Billy. I mean, yeah, I feel a little I bit just, bad for I him. Because this segue. is I get the feeling that this is like his life. Yeah. This is his life's pursuit. These are his best efforts. And yeah, if he's cheating, it's it's that's not right. He should be completely discredited. Yeah. But he's probably just being crushed by this. He actually has responded and said that he's going to do due diligence on this investigation and try to get his own people together and get a team together and reinvestigate this, mm-hmm. try to prove that those original tapes are in the clear. But yeah. I don't think any of that's likely to end in a, a difference of opinion here. It sounds like this is a pretty final decision. Well, I guess we will see, and we will bring more to you guys when we learn more. You guys should watch that movie, though, if you haven't seen it. It's very Pixel? entertaining. Scotty. <laughs> I think he means Ready Player One. Oh, yes. yeah. Sorry. The only three video game movies there ever were. <laughs> Pixel Speaking is a video game Speaking of video game oh. movies, Rampage. Oh, yeah. What oh, about it? I don't God. remember if we talked about it last week. Dwayne, The up. Rock, The Rock, it The is, Rock, uh, Jansen. It is apparently the highest rated video game movie of all time on mm. Rotten Tomatoes with like... No, it's not. With like a 56%. Hey, I think it looks fun. What? Yeah. Well, because there's like, for instance, Ready Player One doesn't count as a video game movie because there's not a video game called Ready Player One. Like we're, when we talk about movies strictly oh, based on video so games. So like the Mortal Kombat or like Street Mortal Fighter Mortal Kombat movies. or Street Fighter or Doom. Right. There's not as World of the Rock was The Rock was also in Doom. It even beat Warcraft out? Because Warcraft wasn't a bad movie. Yeah, it was pretty good. Was what's, it, it, what's it rated on Rotten Tomatoes? I don't know. Google it. does it qualify? Out. I don't Google know. That she. I would assume it would, but. <laughs> I don't know. What? That's, that's just what I saw all over. It's like, based Twitter on Warcraft 3. So it, it literally is the same story as Warcraft 3. Uh, I mean, so, uh, the tomato meter on Rotten Tomatoes has it at a twenty-seven percent. What? That's Warcraft. That's yeah, insane. That's yeah. and, but the audience score is seventy-seven percent. Here's the thing: audience score tends to be a lot higher. Yeah, people, yeah, people yeah, like cool. there they were. <laughs> really? No, no, no. It's oh, a gosh, joke. She scared me. People, people. Uh, I think people like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. So he can carry a film. So I think just for sure, especially if it's an action movie. Yeah, just by himself. Like, like people don't know that this this movie is based on a video game. Like, yeah. you really have to know video games to know that Rampage was a well, game back. In it the depends day. on how it, old you are. You're it took me a from, second, and then I and then I realized, oh, this this is ram like Rampage. Yeah, that I don't even remember say, what console it was on, but I do remember. It's Rampage. been on every console. The, Has it, it, it was originally an arcade game though, yeah. and then it was on NES. I mean, I didn't know about the game. Like. An, uh, I'd, I'd say anyone over it, I guess. 30, 35 that has even a passing interest in video games knows that game. Probably, yeah. It, I mean, it was popular, but the thing is... But are is they that, the people seeing this movie, I wonder? Yeah, ex- exactly. It, like, they didn't... I mean, it looks like a Hollywood action flick. Exactly. It sure does. They they basically were like, oh, here's a game, and but let's, let's make a movie off of this game. I that, mean, the premise of the game is four different giant monsters destroying right? a city. It's a kaiju mm-hmm. game. Yeah. That, it's easy to write a script around that. Exactly. Not a big so, deal. And it's just an excuse to make an action movie. Yeah. You get The Rock attached and people are going to go see it. Of course. I did, I did see that uh, The Rock tweeted about the movie, about how it was the highest rated video game movie of all time. Yeah. And that he was in the stinker doom, I think is what he called it. <laughs> so he's our, he's familiar with the landscape. And Doom retweeted with just Dwayne. Yeah. 
It was pretty savage. Yeah. It was really funny. Just boom, laying it down. Yeah. I mean, Doom was unanimously horrible, I think. That probably has an under 10%. Well, on I wonder tomatoes. why. Like, Why do you think video game movies are so bad? We, oh, we talked about I this could. last episode, didn't we? I, no, we didn't. No. Not really. I could I go on at length about this. Let's, okay, but let's just quick... Here's, here's my quick short two version. Two or three minutes, yeah. Uh, video games are... An, like They are, by design, a user experience right yeah you are part of the game therefore the experience is partially directed by you Mm -hmm. and a movie is not there's no way for you to decide how a movie is going to go fair enough so they are they i mean there's probably a better way to phrase those two things but it's essentially where is the control got it dan have you ever played uncharted I think you have right Some, recently, yeah. but that's not a movie. Very directed, very scripted. Yeah, a lot of crossover right. with and, cinema in and a game like that. And that's the thing. That's the thing is that there is absolutely a gray area in the middle where you can have games that have a pretty good potential to be made into movies, and vice versa. The problem is uh, identifying when that is and is not the case, and then translating the feeling of playing a game to watching the movie. Like, I don't for instance, think that's it. I don't think that's what you chase with a video game movie, trying to make it feel like playing a game. Well, no, 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 but trying to play on the same feelings that people have about a game. My, so my. like Zelda is, is the example that I'm going to give you here. Zelda, in some ways, seems like a franchise that's perfect for making a movie. It's mm-hmm. fantasy. It's got a lot of cool enemies and bosses and characters and whatnot. But then on the other hand, it is like... I actually can't think of a way that I would make a Zelda movie that would be an adequate. It would. would There's a reason it hasn't happened. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure the people at the helm and, of Zelda feel so the same way. That, yeah. That's kind of what I mean. We are seeing a Mario you, movie soon, though, so maybe that tide yeah. is changing a little bit. How do you capture Zelda in a movie, and then extend that to any game? How do you capture? Fill in the blank here. I think Zelda needs to be a series instead of you take you take. (laughs) Well, they tried that. Remember, didn't work. It was a cartoon. Oh, (laughs) that was a long time ago. It it doesn't matter still. (laughs) But okay, so I have here. Here, I have a question for you. So for things like Tomb Raider, here's here's a perfect example. Tomb Raider was a movie that they made a game on, and the game was good. And then when they remastered, not remastered, but they remade the Tomb Raider game, and then they made a movie about it. Does that, that count as a video game made into a movie? The new game series was not based on the movies. It wasn't. It was just no, no. a reinvention of the original. But game what series. I'm saying is, is the new is the movie that they came out with for Tomb Raider hmm. based on that video game that was based on a movie that was before the video this is, game. I this is like some ship of thesis stuff going look, on here. I feel like they've made both with both in mind. This is this is a deep dive. What is the Rotten Tomato score of the new Tomb Raider movie? It came yeah, out not that long ago. ago. We talked about this on the show, the one you yeah, did. Yeah, that, that was one that we did talk about. Yeah. You're right. But no, it wasn't I bad. I remember that. So I'm, you see it? I'm people, wondering... I, I remember reading some reviews of it, and people weren't especially impressed. Got so it. you guys want to guess? 43. Dan? 48. Okay. 95. Uh, Dan's close. It's 49%. <laughs> okay. Wait. Wait, what was Rampage at? Rampage, Rampage was 53. Oh, 50. I thought we were talking about Tomb Raider. I am, but I'm yeah, asking we're comparing what, the two. But Ram- Rampage, the number they gave was 56. Okay. I don't know if it still is that. Got it. That was still like in early enough days that the percentage was still going to change some. Got it. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just 
It's it's weird. I don't know. I, I video find game it, movies will never be good. I, guess. I find it difficult. Like use Assassin's Creed for example. Is that uh, over the course that of that was the, awful too. <laughs> over the course of the whole series, it really takes you playing all the games to really like understand the essence of the video game mm-hmm. and what Assassin's Creed represents. It's almost like taking, um, you know, well here's an example like Ready Player One. They take a book and they made a movie out of it, and it was good. There was things that were missing, but a book is typically about I don't know three to four hour, five hour read, depending on what it is. Um, with a video game that takes 20, 30, 40, 50 hours to complete. Yeah, you can't. but in a video game, I mean, play Final Fantasy and tell me that you need to get every <laughs> single random battle that you fight. I'll tell you what I need every yeah. single random battle. And that's, I guess that's another thing that uh, is probably worth considering here is that with stuff like, I'm going to say Pokemon here because it's a better example. Pokemon is a multimedia franchise. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that any Pokemon movie was a movie made out of a game. They're just no. It's the same setting. No, yeah, and I right. think that that's a that is a place where there is probably going to be a lot more success. Wait, Final Fantasy Avid Children go Rotten Tomatoes score. Uh, does that count? That, that should doesn't count. really count. No, it's a different How story. How does that not count? It's like a sequel. It's, it's not, but it's a, a movie based on a video game. Yeah. Pokemon is a movie based on a video game. A cartoon. A cartoon. A cartoon that is based on a video game that the movie is based and on. And that's why. What is it called? Final Fantasy Advent Children. Advent Children. Advent and Children. That's why I mentioned the multimedia franchise thing is that I don't think those count because they're often deliberately designed that way. Is it? Be- it's an animu, so that's why they don't. I would count actually it. point Sorry, to Scott, thirty-three percent. No, it's not. It that movie's great. You guys are the all action, stupid. The action's great. <laughs> it is. It's fun to watch. You're it's right. not a great movie. It's not. It's not. The action is cool. So anyway, we yeah no continue. Final thoughts is that I don't think uh, the creative minds behind movies spend enough time in video games to understand no and how to make them. nailed so, it. Absolutely. I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, Rampage might be an exception to that. It sounds like these guys took a very basic concept of a game very that maybe basic. a lot of them were familiar with and just did their own thing with it, which may be and, what it takes. Not. strictly adhering to what the game set out to do. And I would also say that Ready Player One, like not being a video game movie exactly, but I think they hit that mark too because I definitely felt like they actually understood how gamers interact with each other and like what gamers are like. Yeah. In that they are, a lot of them are very normal people and yet you still interact with other apparently normal people, but in this totally abnormal context. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, fair. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I segued with Kratos about 20 minutes ago. Oh, so, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Should we talk about God of War a little bit? I don't yeah. know. I we just... don't have to dig too deep because I'll be picking it up. I don't know if any of you guys are going to plan on playing it. It's coming no. out this week, and I'll be playing it, and I'll be able to talk about it from personal experience. But the reviews hit. But and... you're not a news outlet, so you don't get it early. <laughs> no, RIP. it's true. It's Dang. true. And I have to pay for it. Darn. <laughs> Darn. we um, got to become a, a, a bigger organization, guys. We we're need, working on it. We need people. We're on it. <laughs> if you guys want to get hired but not get paid, hit us up. <laughs> Um, God of War has been very, very well received. Generally, when you see reviews hit a, a review embargo lift a full week before the game is out, it means the developer has a lot of confidence in the product. Why wouldn't they, though? Tons of times. In fact, more often than not, the review embargo lifts the day the game comes out. Yeah. Then if critics have bad things to say about it, people don't have time to soak in so, that negativity before making their purchase decision. So, Britain, read that. read that very top line for us. So um, on Medic, not Metacritic, I use Game Rankings, which is similar to Metacritic. It pools tons of different review uh, media outlets. 
So based on 43 reviews from professional media outlets, it has a 94.78%. That's good. Very good reviews. And yeah. then I pulled a few... 10 out of 10, okay. <laughs> 10 I out of 10 would play again. Specific scores from specific outlets that we're probably all familiar with, and they're kind of their taglines, how they, how they uh, preface their review. Um, Giant Bomb gave it a 5 out of 5, and these are this is like the old guard of journalism. A lot of the guys on this site have been in it since... The early thousands. I love that term, old guard. The old guard, the old yeah. Guard. So they're they're pretty strict. I don't know which guy on their site did this review, but anyway, they're hard on games. <laughs> um, they said Sony Santa Monica makes us care about Kratos in the stunning revival of the series. Common sentiment with previous God of War games is that Kratos is kind of a despicable character, and there's not much reason to sympathize or empathize or like him. So um, to see a game that gives him some more personality, maybe some, some reason to empathize with him. Some so emotion, be to see. not just anger His, and death. Hey, anger's an emotion. <laughs> Sorry, but not that, just death. That's really all he did was yell and break things. Death, killing, and have sex. I mean, it's an action game, first and foremost, so it worked. Yeah. It worked for the previous entries. It's an series. M-rated game, come on. Sometimes I wonder how Britain could like god of war so much yeah oh, dude the action is just so death it's it seems, so much fun to play it seems so counter to just the way you are it's You're so calm and collected all the <laughs> yeah, time yeah maybe but i need it as an outlet or something. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> you have like your kids and stuff like you know that you're all about the switch and stuff but you're playing like god of war where he has like sex and stuff like that i and, like, skip those scenes and I, like honestly i'm cuts off medusa's head i and could stuff. take that or leave it it's not why i play those games it's the action sure it's the that? combat I'm sure yes okay yes i am okay. <laughs> he's very confident here's uh here is Forbes, which is not even a gaming outlet. They Forbes apparently, magazine. Apparently, they review video games. I didn't even realize. It's that. because they know that they have no choice. They need. They need. <laughs> they need uh, content with um like everything. The modern uh, user base out mm-hmm. there. They want kids reading Forbes. I guess is the point. <laughs> they gave it a nine point five out of ten. They called it the best God of War game in a decade. Which <laughs> there's only been one. I guess there's been two in a decade, right? <laughs> That. Way to go, Forbes. So, what a strong showing, statement. Showing that you're completely out of touch yeah. with, with yeah. your readership yeah. and the, the subject matter. Yep. They liked it, though. Good. Uh, Polygon calls it, uh, or gave it, gave it a 10 out of 10. Their tagline was simply, Dream Daddy. 10 out of 10 would play again. Which makes me worry a little bit. I didn't actually read through the review. I should, mm-hmm. but... I, you know, you don't want any spoilers. Should we make Most our of these own outlets reviews? are really good about not giving spoilers. What was but that? I said, should we make our own reviews? Like eventually, once we, I think once we get a website, we want to kind of get towards that. Oh, I'm not typing bit. a single word out. I Stop. promise you that. You, you want to do like verbal conversational yeah, reviews? Absolutely, It'd be fun. Yeah, but more than one of us is gonna have to play it. Or like, for instance, I'm gonna play God of War. Mm-hmm. You guys could just bounce questions off me, and we yeah. could, we could go over the basics of the game exactly. That way. Like yeah, you guys could have you guys could have reviewed uh, Far Cry Five, but it's way too late now. <laughs> Missed opportunities. <laughs> it's true. Um, I'm actually going to pass that game along. I don't think I'm going to get through I it. I can't have that feeling. Did you finish gonna, it, Zach? Not yet. No. Okay. Do you want to let me borrow it so I can try it out? Sell it to you. <laughs> wow! Deep, deep discount. Wow! Not deep. really fifty the, bucks. That <laughs> deep, that deep, deep Best Buy discount. That's right. Cool. What about shilling for Best Buy? I'm what shocked. about IGN? Um, IGN. Gave it a 10 out of 10 as well. Wow. That's like four perfect scores so far. Yeah. Kratos makes an epic comeback as the Nine Realms' greatest dad. A lot of dad references here. Maybe I that's why, why I'm so excited about this game. Because you're a now, dad. I, I am you worried, have shiny though, ankles. I'm worried that it will humanize Kratos too much. 
Um, in God of War 3, slight spoilers, sorry guys, he, um, la, 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 la. toward the end of that game, he, uh, he, he starts hanging out with Pandora and she's portrayed mm-hmm. as a young girl and he's cute. He's escorting her Wait. around and he becomes kind of fatherly again. He becomes sentimental yeah. and it, it kills all the like epic, chaotic, <laughs> angry momentum of the game. And Britain's it, just like, and it he's kinda, not angry anymore. It I comes quit. To this slow, thoughtful uh, end. I, yeah, I, it ramps up a little bit again at the very end. Do but. you think that the child that's with him in the new game is her? It's a boy. You don't know Pretty that. Sure. You anyway. can't assume his. It's yeah, their how, gender. How dare you not be PC? Yeah. How could you assume their gender I, like I that? Think, I can't believe you I would call Britain out on assuming someone's gender and then mess up the pronouns <laughs> while doing so. <laughs> that says all we need to know about that. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Come on, cut, I'll cut that out, and then you'll just self, sound like you're spouting nonsense. I just don't want it to be like a big escort mission, but clearly people are loving it for a variety of reasons. It yeah. can't just be an escort mission if it's if it's that entertaining for people. Did you ever play Resident Evil 4? Yes, nightmarish. Yeah, exactly. And not in a good way. Look, the, the that entire were, game was labeled Resident Evil 4 Escort not Ashley. All of, it was like half of it, maybe, but... Yeah, and you're like lifting up ledges. That's like seventy five percent of the game. Uh, the Last of Us was similar as well. Yo, give me some money out of your wallet there. You're just doing a lot of escorting. Oh, you blow your nose. Oh, I thought it was a a pad. It's Star Wars. Anyway, Gamespot went so far as to say, "Out with the old, in with the new." (laughs) Good. I don't know if that means, oh, we hate all previous God of Wars because this one's so much better. Hey, it is the best God of War game in a deck. Oh wow! What a bold claim. (laughs) The best out of like the the one that came out on the PSP and another one that I don't even know a re-release. Scott, you're not even gonna play this game. I never played God of War. We talked about this. Apparently, it doesn't matter because this is kind of a new entry point. I mean. Not interested? No. I, okay. I just... Okay. Are, are you guys the types to read, like, glowing reviews across nope. all of media? Nope. Unanimously praising something and then just say, nah, not for do me. Do you want to know how I yes. play video? It's hard for me to... Have you ever talked to me? Yeah, I do that all the time. That's it is crazy. my, like, basic reaction to really good reviews is... Uh, do you want to know how I pick hmm. my video games? Yes. So this... Uh, I do it of one of two ways. One, because a game grabs my attention or it's from a franchise that I like or it's from a, uh, like creator that i like Mm -hmm. or two my friends all have it and they want me to play it with them so then i go out and spend money on a special edition version that's a hundred dollars more expensive than it needed to be and then we play it for two weeks and then we stop playing yeah that that tends sorry i have a lot of (laughs) built up anger yes final fantasy online final fantasy online Mm. oh really i spent two hundred dollars on the special edition for that stupid statue played the game for two weeks and never played it again okay the special edition parts on you you didn't need all that. shut up check out the game with your friends shut up you don't know that (laughs) hey do you want to play the god of war battle royale mode with me scotty i don't know what that is there is is not going to be that i know there's there's no multiplayer what is that i just wanted to rope you into this with me a hundred kratos is like running around throwing can you imagine a battle royale mode in a like a non-firearms game like everything is melee combat it's like everyone it's picking like up a games. pan in PUBG. Yeah, you, you know yeah. what's gonna happen. Something along pan those lines will happen. I kind of want to like segue a little bit. That's fine. I'm done with this. Do you want to talk about Sea of Thieves? 
Uh, I want Dan no. to. <laughs> okay. okay. Dan, Dan doesn't um, know anything about it. He's just like, what are you talking about? Yeah. What? What? What's the Apparently, piece? there's an update. Here, Dan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Content. Content stuff. Content. There's. I've. I have talked to people about this. Oh, but you don't that know yourself. I just forget what the things are. So you can write down entire note sheets for songs that you've never seen before. But have you it, listened to the music from Madoka Magica? No. I, actually, me and my girlfriend were deciding what anime we want to watch next, yeah. and she was like. Hey, we should text Dan and see what anime he wants to watch. I was like, I don't. I was like, I get the it. Answer I want is fate. Yes, or, or magic. Yes. Yeah. The, she was like, she's like, I was like, I don't want it to be fate. And she was like, it'll probably be Madoga Magica if anything else. And I was like, you're probably right. So let's watch something else, which we did, and we're watching uh, Dead Man Wonderland, which is really good so far. I'm on episode four. Look, so. I just I want to make it clear, you should watch Madoka Magica. Okay. Okay, I will. So, did about, you watch? Sorry, can, you can talk about. Are you still anime. talking about an anime? Yes, I. Can record an anime I have the link. I have the link. This. It's opening. No, right now. I'm sorry. Right. I just essentially um, they announced a couple big, what sound like big content packs, and do then you get a jet an boat? event or two. I don't think we're quite to motorboats yet. Wow. Maybe at some point. Oh, I'll tell you who can give a motorboat. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> Family show. <laughs> De- Scott, rein it in. Scott, please. Uh, the first one is called the first pack that's coming is called the Hungering Deep, and that comes out in May. So pretty I'll tell soon. you what else is deep and hungry. Well, in- <laughs> it will introduce a new AI threat to the world. Dan, what do you make of that? It's a um, mysterious AI threat. We don't really know. Okay, what it is. so do you there, think it's like there's skeletons now, right? Do you think it's like some there new are skeletons race or something? There is a kraken. Yeah, that's what uh, it. Huh? I have only once seen the kraken in person, and it's in a way that anyone could do it. You just sail off the edge of the map is it terrifying kind of yeah oh my god actually yeah quite terrifying hypothetically you could fight it off and it will appear not on the edges of the map sometimes you can you can go to the edge of the map yeah does it just like fall off like flat earth no there's just i wish it did that'd be really there's just endless ocean and then the and then the ocean turns to blood and then the kraken appears and then Oh, so it's ship. not really an edge. Holy it's a fake edge. It's like crap. you can't go any yes, further. Yes, it's... Yeah. Have what? fun with that. It's good. Bro, um, I want to play this so game mysterious now just for new that reason. Just watch a video of the Kraken. Mysterious yeah, new threat. So it could be any number of different sea monsters is kind of the way that I see it. I think it would be super cool. I don't know if it's going to be in the game just yet, but I think it'd be super cool if there were like skeleton crews on ghost ships you know what i mean like Davy like jones curse of the black so. pearl stuff absolutely yeah. i think that'd be super cool it doesn't exist in the game yet are there ai ships at all in the game no, no. not oh, wow. not at okay. present so we have we have new maps we have new ai we have yeah. new ai features we have new missions new collectibles and a new ship coming new out. ship type yeah and then you have some updates being pushed back, like uh, I think captains of boats. I guess. Yeah, I haven't read about the ship captaincy. Yeah. Much. I know that people want it on the basis that when you're in a group of random people, um, it's hard to decide who should do what. I haven't grouped with random people much at all for that reason because I, you know, I'm I don't know. It actually says that pets and ship captaincy are p- being put on the back yeah. Burner. So those were things that were they were the first things announced that would be coming to the game mm-hmm. but i mean pets were going to be as far as i know mostly or entirely cosmetic things so it makes sense that they'd push that back a little bit ship captaincy was more of a i think that that one was just more of an organizational thing rather than anything else but w- more of a convenience thing not actual new content 
And so if they're pushing that back in favor of actually getting more content out, I think that's a good sign. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're going to keep playing? I Actually, you haven't yeah. bought the game, have you? Um, it, yeah, I guess I haven't. You I, will need to own the game if you want to experience all this I content. Will. So I will. I feel like it's rather empty. I feel like it's like Destiny. Because they, they added like a new quest mode and things like that. But I feel like you're going to just run through it in a matter of time. Get done with it. You're going to get the new content. Realize that the new content isn't worth it. But you're like, be done with it. But like Destiny, uh-huh. in the end, it's not about the content as much as it is enjoying the gameplay in the first place. That's why I was playing it. And that's why I still mm-hmm. intend to go and buy it. I just have always had other things that are like, okay, I got to do this now. Like I had the league of legends clash thing, which yeah. I want to talk about in a little bit, but um, I, it, it's a, a very enjoyable experience. Also like destiny a year later, the game was by most accounts, a full experience and worth checking out. If you had yet and to so jump in by that point. That, and, that's the key though, is adding enough because destiny did that. They fixed it. They added mm-hmm. enough. So you can Although, maintain that fun. You had to pay for some of that. Didn't you though? Yeah. yeah and that's the thing is that content. I don't, I don't know how rare is going to approach it. They haven't said these yet. I guess um, the impression I get is that the bulk of it's going to be free. I know with the pets, they said some of it was going to be microtransaction based for the cosmetic with the main complaint about this game from a lot of players being lack of content if they were to put price tags on this stuff that's upcoming at least through summertime i think that'd be a slap in the face yeah Yeah, that would that would kill interest in the game really this should all be free and then down the road a year in or so you want to start Mm -hmm. adding new substantial content yeah if they they said we're going to have an entirely new sector of the game here's like new world here's something that is legitimately 20 plus hours of content and you know add it to your see if these games for 20 bucks 30 bucks whatever it is that like yeah i get that that's a yeah that's a different proposition so let's just hope the content is significant Mm -hmm. enough for them to yeah, you know. this sounds like substantial stuff, mm. and if it's free mm-hmm. and it's coming, and they soon, also, I mean, in that in that article specifically, they were talking about like weekly events and things like that, mm-hmm. which is also cool. Yeah, um, it, yeah. I get the i I get the impression anyway that uh, if nothing else, it will at least shake up the variety and content from week to week, so that then, even though they have less content, it still feels like a fresh game. Yep. You know, that's how I mean. That's how a lot of like mobas keep things fresh they don't necessarily release new stuff all the time but they'll rebalance everything even if it doesn't really need it for the sake of making sure that the game is not the same exact game it was a year ago yep yep cool hopefully that all turns out well hopefully it's Mm -hmm. good stuff hopefully you shell out for the game eventually dan since you love it so much um we got some announcements from sega Anybody excited about Sega? Not really. Okay. Hey, Scott. Sega. I want, I want you yeah. in on this, man. Yeah, what's up? It's um, coming out for the Switch. There was an event called Sega FES. It's a Japanese event. happens every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just happened recently. And um, they announced a few somewhat interesting things. Announced, they announced a Sega NES. Or a Sega NES. Wow. A Sega classic like the NES classic. Right. Yeah. That's kind of crazy, right? Yes. The Genesis. There's a lot but of good games on Genesis. They're also releasing a game. Mm-hmm. That is almost like the same thing for Switch. Right. So you don't have to worry about getting the console for it. It is the game that's on cartridge. It's actually coming to Xbox, PlayStation, and Switch. Okay. It's um, 15 classic Genesis games on one cartridge. Cartridge, you, disc, whatever you're using. Did you know days. that they have the same thing on Steam? 
Yeah, I know. Okay. Here's what worries me a little bit. That they want to become like Nintendo? You could see the value of, of playing these games on Switch, I'm sure. The portability, yeah. of course. Yeah. Um, what does this mean for the Switch Virtual Console? Because all of these games were Virtual Console titles on Wii U, on Wii, even on 3DS. We had like um, but Sega the same, 3D Classics on 3DS. The same can be said for the NES Classic. Well, no. SNES Classic, sorry. I guess you're right. So, so you don't think this in any way jeopardizes what we're seeing? No. I don't well, I'm not so. talking about the Genesis Mini. I'm talking here about the cartridge that's going to come yeah. with 15 games on it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the same thing. Like, I wonder if, if maybe the virtual console this time around will be more focused on Nintendo products and less on the third-party stuff. Do you know what I need Nintendo to do? Do it. Tell me. What? I need them to re-release on the Virtual Console GameCube games. Yeah, I know. Like, I know. That was one of the original rumors for Switch was we were going to get um, And we haven't GameCube gotten anything like console. that. We haven't gotten anything like that. We no. haven't we haven't even seen any Nintendo 64 games. Not Heck. that they've needed it. The Switch is not hurting for content. No, it's but not. But we, we just want to know what it's going to look yeah, like. Yeah, it's like because they don't have anything. They only have their Switch games and like indie games on the market. They don't have virtual console games yet. Yeah. When do you think we're going to get that? I, I don't mean to take away from the whole Sega thing. No, this is good. But um, I, I just it, it's something that worries me because I like the aspect of the virtual console being on the switch because you yeah. can take any of the games anywhere is that the reason they're not coming out with gamecube games or nintendo 64 games or whatever kind of virtual games because of the handheld system too i don't know i wouldn't think so uh, yeah well if here's this, the thing if, if the if it can run breath of the wild it can run like super mario sunshine oh I'm yeah sure. that's not an issue at all yeah i ha, part, part I of me would rather see a that. remaster of these games <laughs> Wouldn't you rather have a full-on remaster of Sunshine for I don't, Switch? I don't care. You just want the original. I no. I just want to play GameCube games on I the gotcha. go. I gotcha. I just, I just want to play Pokemon on my Switch. I mean, you can play it on your DS coming, now, Dan. so whatever. It might be next year. Yeah. But it's coming. So this summer is when I think the um, online infrastructure for Switch is supposed to formally roll out mm-hmm. the paid online subscription. But I don't want. A lot of people think the virtual console announcement is going to be rolled out alongside that and I don't it's going wanna, to tie directly into it i don't want to do that just one free game a month type they thing. announced that a long time ago and it seemed like a really preliminary announcement yeah. i don't think that i i think that has probably changed we'll see. since then it's we'll almost see. like you're renting a game for a month at a time if anything i'll just buy a gamecube and turn it into like a giant portable thing like people do all the time where they, they like take different consoles and break it down and make the console into like a handheld system. Wait till after the, the summer. I think I think you will get GameCube I, games in some capacity. I know everyone hates the GameCube. It has a few good games, but on it has some of the best Nintendo games ever. Mario yeah. Tennis. Yeah, Zach's <laughs> on board with that. Mario Tennis. <laughs> would any of you guys spend sixty to eighty bucks on the Sega no. Genesis no, Classic Edition? I would not. Uh-uh. I may... Dan, you mentioned you had a fondness for Sega back in the day, right? I have a nostalgia for it. Oh, okay. But well, I mean, that can fuel purchases for sure. Yeah, it can. I don't know if it'll fuel a sixty to eighty dollar purchase for me. All right. If All I right. was if I was to buy it, I would keep it boxed up. I would buy it for the collecting aspect of it, not to play it. Yeah. Unlike the SNES, where I bought it because I I wanted to play games that. When I was a kid, I didn't have an NES, so I didn't get to play uh, the console at all. Right. So Yeah, that's fair. I don't know just if I'll me. buy one yet or not. We'll see. It you depends wanna, on how much it is. I would say you'd buy it to collect it, but you'll just open it. You disgusting You know what? Here's animal. the thing. I, I opened my SNES Classic, <gasps> plugged it in. I did too. Checked it out. And I could not... I could not wrap my head around using wired controllers again in this day and age. I just couldn't do you it. You can buy wireless ones. 
I have one. And yeah. They work really how well. Much, how much do you pay for it? Twenty for, bucks or fourteen something? or twenty bucks. Yeah. It works pretty well. Yeah, it works amazing. Maybe I'll borrow it from you. Uh, yeah, go for it. You can okay. you can borrow it. Cool. It's really good. Cool. Yeah. They also uh, Sega also announced that Shenmue One and Two are being remastered, yeah, ported to Xbox is. One, <laughs> PS4, and PC. You want to know what people I people love Shenmue. It was one of the big holy crap announcements at E3 from Sony a couple of years ago that there's a new Shenmue coming. Do you want to know what makes me upset? Tell me. The fact that Dark Souls for the Switch got pushed back until summer. <laughs> I almost that's, broke down uh, into tears when I heard That's a this. good thing. I'm just that's kidding. Not. It means they're going to take their time and make sure it's done right so that when you play Dark Souls on the Switch, you're playing a good Dark Souls. I already have to play it with a patch on my la- on my desktop. <laughs> and so. that's exactly what they want to well, avoid. What bums me out is it's been demonstrated at events already. Yeah. They have a um, pre-release test run coming pretty soon that's still going to happen. The game is, is working. It's functional. It seems very playable at this point. So it's just a bummer that we're going to have to wait a couple extra months. And it's also still coming to PS4, Xbox One in May, like originally planned. That's crappy. Yeah. But whatever. You know what? It I'll, almost makes I'll me want to buy one of those versions, but portability is a big part of it. You want to know what? Wanting to play that game again. I'm. That just means that I can. I have more time to play two now. I'm going backwards. I just finished three. You didn't tell me that. I finished three. Wow. Yeah, I cool. finished three. That last fight's pretty rough, huh? Yes. Yeah, it was It, it was actually... took me quite a few tries. Let's see. How can I do this out? I'm not I'm not trying to say anything. The fight before that Careful one. Careful Brooks listens to this show. The fight before that one, which was the final Lord of Cinder, was harder. You've already said too much. I I mean, come on. <laughs> if you're Brooks. You uh, literally you, Brooks, Brooks is gonna get mad at you. No, he he watched me do it though. I'll um, warn him and yeah. he, oh. to he watched me do it. So oh, okay. I'm not I'm not I don't care about Brooks. Like forget him. <laughs> nice. Um, okay. I'm joking, I love you, Brooks. So Quote much. Scott, I don't care about I love, Brooks. I love you, Brooks, so much. Um That's gonna be the title of the, of the No, episode. please don't. Uh I um that boss was infuriating me. Yeah. And the last boss of the game mm-hmm. was it was really, really cool, but it was it was pretty cake. That happens sometimes with Honestly. those games. That I think the, the difficulty ebbs and flows a little bit. And I think that's what nice. Brooks he said about Dark Souls One too. Well that he that played that experience. game hopelessly out of order too. But not that there is a very yeah, set but he said order, that he but said that like the second to last boss was significantly harder than the final boss. Gotcha. I, I would like to mention one thing Do about it. me playing the second playthrough game. The, se- the second game, I mean. So, me and Brooks both decided that we are going to stream a co-op run of Dark Souls 2. But you can't really co-op the whole game. Naked. <laughs> you guys are dorks. We are not going to <laughs> you wear... You know you can't stream naked, right? I, I mean, sorry. <laughs> there, our, there characters, are our, our characters are going to be completely armorless. We are only going to have weapons throughout the entire game. Why? Because you that, guys need to be good at the game first. That's it, the problem. Yeah. So we're gonna do a blind naked run through first right, time I'll, ever. All of right. A game. I'll watch. Yeah. <laughs> it, it has you interested. But how how do you plan to co op the game? You you summon help at specific points and for specific durations. You can't just fire up the game and play it together. Throughout. But you can in th- three. Not really. Know? Yeah, you can. Not really. Me and Torson played almost like a good chunk of that game together. Huh. I like, didn't do much co op in three. We would, Maybe it did change. We would. Uh, um, go fight a boss, and then he would leave, and then I would get to the area where he couldn't go, and then I'd just summon him again. Okay. I just had to use embers every time, but yeah, I, it was doable. 
Well, let me know like, when you start that stream. It sounds ridiculous. It it, it does, and I think I think <laughs> you're it'd be both a lot of fun. It's funny. He started with one. You started with three. You're converging yes. on two yep. now together. Yep. Okay. So if you guys want to check it out, twitch.tv. Does that slash, mean that wow, when, interrupt me while I'm plugging my stream? Does that mean that when disgusting. they get halfway through two, that together they will have played the entire series? <gasps> no, because they will both have played the first half of. That's two. not the point. <laughs> that <laughs> is mind-boggling. <laughs> I guess if you want to. Scott, get what's your Twitch stream? <laughs> that was a Twitch, dumb question, Dan. Twitch.tv. Yeah, no, it's okay. We don't. We, <sighs> I'll watch it. Be sure and throw that up on our Twitter account so I will. Zach me will. and other no, people I will. can I will. tune in and join you for your misery. Twitch.tv slash Charmander04. S H A R M A N D E R 04. So, without going into it, uh, when do you guys think the death of. Uh, I've died a lot. Oh, battle Royales oh. are going to. It won't. Oh, that segs into it nicely into a news piece I have here. Actually, it will not. There is a rumor from both Polygon and Kotaku that, from undefined internal sources, that uh, Black Ops Four is not going to have a single player campaign at all, but it will have a battle royale. So with, without what without, Black Ops Four battle royale, without Call of Duty being on this list, there's 17 independent battle royales coming out this year. I know. The thing is, none of them are by a big. Budget no, studio. Not, no. Yeah. Okay. So I think the big me... studios need to dabble before the su- before that um, style of game can uh, like phase out. You know what I mean? Let me ask you that question. But I'm going to ask about MOBAs. When are MOBAs going to phase out? They they've come and gone, and now you have two established, right? Basically, that's, but yeah. they haven't gone. Yeah. No, but that's and not also what he's it's saying. more like four or five. I feel like MOBAs have a lot more very definitive characteristics than a battle royale mode. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the battle royale mode is something that needs to develop. So, like, you have PUBG and you have Fortnite, right? And yeah. you have two two games that are more or less the same, except they're not, right? Because Fortnite has the building thing and H one Z one. And oh yeah, yeah, there's H one Z one, but which was kind of the original. In the case of uh, like Fortnite, like yeah, the building feels kind of gimmicky from the outside anyway. I don't know how it feels in the game experience. It's but weird. I've I've started playing Fortnite a little bit, and it's it is different. Watching sure. people go build crazy as they're in the middle of firefights. It's in really that game fun is to bizarre. watch. It's really fun to it watch. It is a strange setup. Yeah, it but is. yeah. So given that, like, what what would you call? Uh, I mean, the the finished genre, so to speak, right? Because, I mean, I think you're right. You could make that argument with MOBAs that you have Dota 2, you've got League of Legends, Mm -hmm. you have Smite, you have Heroes of the Storm. And that's like second tier, those last two. I I mean, Mm, they have less viewership, but in terms of like quality of game, they're at the same level. They're just less popular. Yep. I think, though, I think, though, what here's, and this is what makes those games specifically different from um you know any other MOBA that's come out why those why those four are a big deal is because for economy economy speaking they make a lot of money yeah and you can you can look at each example and come up with a reason why it's successful in the yep. case of dota 2 it has the history of dota yeah right which was like one you of the have first. league of legends which was the first mainstream MOBA that was not a mod of another game yep 
Um, and so they just have the large audience to begin yeah. with. You have Heroes of the Storm, which is by Blizzard, and anytime Blizzard makes a game, it's going to be popular. Yeah. And then you have Smite. That which, was vastly different from all three. Right, because it's an over-the-shoulder third-person I mean, so you look so, at PUBG with large like player numbers. You look at Fortnite raking in millions of dollars a day. Right. So it's obviously these little independent So in the case of like PUBG... Studios are trying to you know land on gold and basically have the next success. Right. So which ones are going to do that? What is gonna that's, have that's what is gonna question. have that what is gonna have that gimmick? Because I can tell you right now, if Fortnite didn't have the building mechanic to it, it oh, wouldn't yeah. be successful. No, definitely yeah, the, it it would be looked at the same way that the Call of Duty rumor is. It would mm-hmm. be looked at the same way that any game that's saying, "Oh, we could have a battle royale mode." Exactly, because like, any game can put in a battle royale mode. It's not hard to play a game mm-hmm. with a hundred people and make everything randomly generated. Right. They do it in open world games all the time, where they have hundreds of things on the screen at any time. So, mm-hmm. like, not a hundred, like, you know, Fallout 4, like, there's not a hundred people in the game, but there's enough going on to where it puts puts as much, if not the same amount of stress on the game. And then, I, I guess the other question to ask that we haven't really touched on yet is, uh, how viable is any given game as an esport, so to speak? And I don't necessarily mean being, like, competitively... Uh, super balanced or whatever but in terms of watchability like will people watch other people playing the game yeah which um, the answer is yes the so answer far. is yes to both of those certainly right now yeah uh will they maintain the interest who knows who knows we um, still have a while i don't know. think the genre is going anywhere if that's no. what you're asking no i think it has yet to be fully experimented and yeah. elaborated on i think i think we'll still see quality entries into it over the next couple years at the very least Mm-hmm. How do you how do you think Black Ops Four is gonna uh, be different though? Because they already oh. have like a free for all. So what is a what's the Call of Duty? Well, Zombies? a massive map and Zombies? tons of players. That what's right. the player count on matches 100. of Call of Duty 100. these days? Oh, oh like isn't it thirty two like or something like that? Sixteen versus oh, it 16. goes that high. Okay, so oh. thirty two. I think I think you can get games that high. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I so I mean, that's, I mean, that's a battle, big change. Battlefield goes significantly bigger. Oh, yeah, yeah. Honestly, I thought versus thirty-two. I thought yeah. Battlefield would be the one to go battle royale before I would, Call I would of Duty think that did too. But and maybe it will. They're going. to. I don't to. know if we're due for a Battlefield. This they're year. going to because if Call of Duty is going to do it, they're going to copy them. That's just what Battlefield does, and unfortunately, Battlefield does it better. So yeah, they do. Hey, I'm not a huge shooter genre gamer, but I've played both substantially, and I can tell you that Battlefield is. Way I was about to say Battlefront. Battlefield is way better than Call of Duty. You probably haven't aspect. bought a Call of Duty in a while. I'm guessing, Scotty. Oh, I've played. I've played a decent chunk of them. I haven't played recently. Super recently. Would you pick up Black Ops Four knowing that no. there was a full-on battle royale oh, mode in it? No, no absolutely, absolutely not. not. No. Mm-mm. Some because of the most refined s- and fine-tuned shooting mechanics in the business. Say what I, you will about Call of Duty, the mechan- mechanically those games are very sound and very well made. They are, and I just don't like the so, way that that uh, pushes the gameplay. I have personally. a question. Yeah. Okay. So what's up? Call of Duty has a formula, right? Yeah. So what's going to happen if they completely change up the formula? Is that going to push? It sounds more away? like they're adding to the formula. The mm-hmm. only thing that it sounds like is being lost here is the single player campaign, mm-hmm. which the a lot of people thing probably that I played Call of Duty for. Me yeah. too. But there's most no more of the story people that go. are big on Call of Duty play a few minutes of the campaign, jump over to multiplayer, and never well, look back They have based very, on personal conversations. I mean, they have very small asymmetrical maps with uh, 12 versus 12 gameplay. 
So mm-hmm. if they go very large, non-asymmetrical with, you know, 100 versus 100 or whatever they can do, yeah. you know, how is that going to affect the, you know, well, will it be 100 versus 100 or will it be 50 versus 100 person free for all? Look, right. and he, here's, oh, yeah, you're right, here's right. another aspect. If they, if they're not going to have a single player in the game, they better not try and sell this crap for 60 bucks. Oh, it will be for sure. That's, and I think yeah. that's Will it have crap. the Call of Duty name on it? Absolutely. Then yes, it'll be 60 I, I think that's garbage. And people it's will like, buy it. PUBG is this one thing, it's one mode, and you bought it for 40 bucks or back Look at games 30, like whatever. Titanfall and... Tittyfall? Yeah. yeah. Other games Awful have come game. along and not, not offered a, mo- a single-player experience and gotten away the, with it. I'm on the edge today. I Plus, mean, there's zombie mo- mode to consider. There's all of the deathmatch modes. Yeah, but there's a like lot that. of games that don't offer a single-player experience that never offered a single-player experience. Yeah, so dialing it back could... Uh, yeah, it's it's that's definitely a thing. I mean, wrong way. having played Pokemon for a long time, people get upset every single generation because something they liked about the last game is not there anymore. Gyms were gone. Yeah. And like, and we're talking Pokemon, which is one of the most formulaic franchises out there. Maybe yeah. it's like pulling off a Band-Aid, though. Once you do it, people acclimatize to it that first year and then it's not an issue. You know, people are still complaining about the lack of contests in most mainline Pokemon games. And they were only in, uh, (laughs) they were only the third gen. I guess they were the third gen remakes, but like, yeah, what, what I'm not surprised. Pokemon contests. Pokemon. Oh yeah. That's stupid. Like if people complain about that, every single game for like a decade, you want to know yeah. what the newest People games didn't have? Gyms. They didn't have gyms. And I miss the gyms. Scott, gyms they, are not important. Scott, they basically had gyms. We could talk about this. We could literally have an entire episode about this. Why do we, we keep could. talking about this all Pokemon episode and it never happens? Because, <laughs> because I promise you... Because we know it is going to happen and yeah. we're trying to put it off for as long as we can. Exactly. It's an inevitability. Where, we, where okay. we can focus on like actual news stuff and like you know what the show's based around, not No, Pokemon. we're not talking about that. We're just talking about spitballing what we want to see, what we love about the series. So what do you want to see in Pokemon? Actually, series. I don't want to ask that question. I'm going to ask that question. Right All right, Zach. Call of Duty is coming out October twelfth. Uh, oh we, yeah, thanks. we don't we don't know what the the scene, what the battle royale scene is going to look like at that point, and then also Red Dead is coming out around that time. We oh, will, yeah. uh, it might be foreshadowed or overshadowed. We yeah. will. Uh, oh yeah, by Red Dead. <laughs> it's like it's like Battleborn all over it again. Ugh. That is an R. odd R. close proximity. Yeah. those two games. Oh, yeah. interesting. That's okay. exactly we'll what's going to happen. Cool. Yeah. Hey, Pre- we're almost predicting, out of time. Predicting right now, GTA Five battle royale mode. Uh, yeah, it makes I, sense. Don't they already do I know, that? It's kind of like a battle royale. <laughs> yeah, don't they already do that. Uh, I guess they kind of do. Don't it's they? all about the shrinking map, right? Mm-hmm. Is that yeah. the defining thing? Okay, so Brayton was recently talking about E3 predictions. Yeah. Uh, there's been a lot of Battlefield... Next Battlefield talk. I thought you said I, I Baffled. Gonna, <laughs> I was going to say Battlefield 5, but I don't okay. know for sure. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking we're going to see Battlefield at E3. Okay. Battlefield, Battlefield player 2. Unknown. <laughs> yeah, Battlefield Is that what 2. it's going to be? It's just going to be Battle. But then and it'd then be another World War II game, and it would look like they're shamelessly Battlefield copying II, World War. Call of Duty. You mean... <laughs> they just did a World you, War II game. Ah, never mind. I'm not going <laughs> to um, talk about it. E3's coming. At yes. some point, we want to sit down and do some predictions yeah. of our own. You want to do that next fun. episode? Sure. Uh, it's a little early still. E3, I don't Pokemon. want to do it next E3's episode. about a month and a half out. <laughs> but it'll be soon. It'll be fun. Okay. I look forward Pretty to that. When's the, when's the next, uh, when's the next uh, Pokemon? When's the next Nintendo Direct coming out? Oh, Not soon enough. Probably E3. I yep. don't think we'll see another standalone direct before E3. I yeah. think we will. It's a month and a half out. It's soon. What, when was the last direct? Uh, two weeks ago. Three weeks ago. It, I was. Gonna, I thought was it was really? more than three. Was it? Yeah. I don't know. Remember we sat on the March, couch right? and I screamed? 
Yeah, March was. Three I years cried. Ago. Yeah, I bet you. <laughs> I was riding. I on bet you within the last month. I bet you we see one like at the end of May. All right. Like I hope you're within, right. within, within a May. few weeks of E3. I hope you're right. I, yeah, I love it. I, I love bet you we'll idea. see one right about then. You guys missed. I don't know how much advance notice we'll get. Mm-hmm. We, never, more, we never get much. Yeah, a day or two. I don't, I don't think it'll be a day. Although it might be, but yeah. probably like two or three days. Yeah. That's yeah. my prediction. All right. That's when we'll see another direct. Zach. Do you have any Send final us thoughts? Off, will you? Yeah, uh, guys, thank you for listening to episode twenty. Put a little more gusto into oh, it. No video. gusto. He's oh already packing God. up his equipment. Episode over twenty here. of the Video Game Pharmacy. Uh, you, twenty. You can find us on also social media at Video Game Pharmacy. Zach is so done. He's We're not already. You know, I got a pee, so I'm trying not to. Like Dude, I do out. too. I have my bladder is gonna explode. <laughs> Let's go. Well, thank all you guys right. all for coming in. Thank you to NWCZ yeah. Radio for letting us record. Britain, as always. See you guys. Scott. Hi, Zach. Yeah. Bye bye. Good night. Everyone. And good luck. <laughs> good, night. good night. Good night. Hopefully this goes on at 5 a.m. Or p.m. 5 a.m. Scott. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> the pharmacy is now closed.